Welcome to our Spiritual Spotlight series, where we explore the vast and mysterious world of spirituality. Whether you're seeking guidance on your spiritual journey, interested in learning more about different spiritual practices and beliefs, or simply looking for inspiration to deepen your connection with the divine, then this is a show just for you. Join us as we delve into topics such as mindfulness, meditation, manifestation, energy healing, and much more. Our aim is to provide a safe and inclusive space for all listeners to explore their spirituality and connect with like-minded individuals. So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and let's journey together on the path of spiritual awakening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another recording of It's Me, Not You. Today, I am joined by my fabulous co-host, Melissa. How are you? Hello. Jake, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing dandy. <laughs> Dander. <laughs> so today we want to talk about ceremony and I think what it means to us, what do we practice and how ceremony has shifted over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I am going to start with Jake. Jake, when you hear the word ceremony, what is it that comes to your mind? Mm, okay. So for ceremony, for me, I mean, there's two types. I think ceremony for more of a daily practice comes up. Um, and then of course, sacred ceremony, where I yeah. kind of talk a little bit more about, you know, being on your own, being with yourself, kind of like the archetype of the hermit, um, having your own sacred space and doing the work on your own solo. And we can get into what that Ooh, I like means. That. Um, the ceremony for me, even at its bare bones, the most mundane version of it for me is how I open up my day or how I close my day. And I can't say that it's exactly the same thing every single day. Mm-hmm. I might do just whatever time affords for that day, or I might go a couple days, you know, yeah. before holding that space, True. holding that kind of ceremony. Um, but for me, it's like my foundation of how I just like walk out into the world, that energy blanket that you cr- uh, surround yourself with, the mm-hmm. intention that you set. Um, and I also, I think it's kind of like when you walk into work, you're the first one opening in the morning. It's how you turn on the light switches yeah. on, how you set up shop for the day. Yeah. It's you a know? really good point. Yeah. That's kind of my interpretation. It's how you lay the foundation for how you want to have your experience, mm-hmm. you know, day to day. Yeah. I love that. Melissa, how about for you? So for me, ceremony is about celebration. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you celebrate? Just like you said, the, you know, my ritual for the morning of gratitude you know, starting my day with what am I grateful for? Mm -hmm. And I also end my day, you know, the same way. But then I think there's bigger ceremonies like weddings, funerals, births, classes. Um, Yeah. Classes. It's really, everything should be something you celebrate. It's just the level of which Mm -hmm. that celebration is happening and the amount of intention that you are putting into it. I know for me, kind of similar to like Jake, I do have like a daily practice of gratitude. I also call on an energetic version of myself that wants to live in a harmonic vibration. And I try to like kind of set the energy and the tone and how I want my day to go. Like you said about if you're the opener for the day, you turn on the lights, you're setting the energy, you're maybe spraying some sage, you're clearing out what's no longer serving you. And I do say when I'm in my car, that's probably when I do a lot of my praying. Thank you, God. Thank you so much for the beautiful trees. Oh, what a beautiful sunrise. Like I, I give gratitude for the things that are around me. And I really try to shift my energy and my vibration to that of love or above. I always want to be love or above. And, you know, I, I think it's important. I think over the last couple of years, we've kind of, we've lost that connection, so to say, and maybe more of a community wise 
like you have your personal practice, but the community practice for ceremony, I think that's something we want to talk a little bit about. Yeah. And I think that's even like something interesting to look at too, is how we do ceremony, but we forget the origin or we forget the why behind Mm -hmm. it. Good point. You know, Um, we've just forgotten to do it flat out as a society mm -hmm. to do ceremony. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the messages they gave me was every day is a celebration and every meal is a feast. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. You know, think of how many times you've saved like your best China, your best everything. Right. right. No, my China is out on my table all the time. I love that. You know, or you save, I don't know, your lobster tails in the freezer for a special occasion. And then your freezer goes out from something and then you lost it. So like Mm -hmm. live, live. Isn't it kind of funny? I don't know why that just reminded me. Every meal is, uh, is, is like a feast is a, is a ceremony to it. It's, um, do you know the dish, marry me chicken, the Italian? Oh, I've um, heard of that. And, and so I believe it's like an Italian tradition where you make the dish to somebody that you want them to propose to you. And usually you they, always hear about the dish yes. on the night of a proposal. Yeah. Um, and I always found that really fascinating. So it's it's that ceremonial process of you creating the dish and yeah. almost it's not like you're co- you know, coaxing the person to do it. It's more like you are opening up the platform and you're setting the space to have that yeah. ceremonious moment of coming together as two. Aww. You know, so even just that on a really mundane level. And I think that a lot of different cultures have similar kind yeah. of versions of that. Um, but even that is really special on more of the day-to-day yeah. kind of our mundane, um, folky scale. And we should celebrate every day and we should wear the clothes we want to wear and eat the food we want to eat and not keep it locked up. It's like the jewelry, you know, I don't know if you guys like, I have jewelry from my grandma hmm. and some people may, may not pull it out and wear it. And, but for me, like in order to honor my grandma, I wear her jewelry all the time and I feel a connection to her. And I do see that as a ceremonial practice. I think another way in ceremony for us that do sessions or teach classes, you know, we're setting up the space. We're calling in all of our guides, our team, our angels, everyone. We're giving gratitude for our gifts and, you know, cause we are just the vessel and we're just a channel. And for the students that are coming to us, I think that's also important. Um, what are other ways that you do ceremony in your either day to day or your bigger practices, like maybe at a funeral or a wedding or. Well, I think it's that we're so far removed as a society from what ceremony is. I mean, other cultures, there is a huge coming together of community for birth. And I think we yeah. lost that during COVID. Absolutely. I mean, how many parents couldn't even be there and lost that right to witness the birth? Well, mm-hmm. even just wearing the mask, like right. having to wear a mask and not really looking in the eyes of your, your beloved when they're like doing this momentous occasion mm-hmm. or whomever is with them. It doesn't matter. Like, for me, and like when I gave birth to my son, like my mom was there, my partner was there. For my first child, my um sister was there, and it was a big to do. And I couldn't imagine like having to go through that through COVID and not having that support and that connection and having them witness such a beautiful moment. Like this child just came to life. What's up? Or even <laughs> most cultures celebrate puberty. We're taught to almost oh, yeah. be ashamed. Oh, excuse me, I celebrated that. that. I had a party. Did you? Oh yeah, Mother Flow. Let's go. I had I I uh I had a very forward uh guardian at the time, and that was a celebration. That was a ceremony with red gifts, red cake, red everything. So yes, but 
it's important, like becoming a woman, mm-hmm. you know, it's important becoming a man. Like, it's important. <laughs> You're like, oh no, <laughs> but I mean, no, like, like even becoming an adult or being able to drink or, mm-hmm. you turning know, 16, turning I mean, 16. Oh, that was a big deal too. Bonfire. Wow. You had it good. Jeez. Oh, yeah, okay. Now all of a sudden I mean, we've got all this stuff popping like, out. Coming out, you know, of the, the age, the debutante kind of a things. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. well, listen, I am a Georgia peach, so I, I'm a Southern belle and no, I mean, I'm grateful that when I, I had a, I had a very, um, I don't want to say this. I moved around a lot as a child. Mm -hmm. And when I got to Ohio, I shifted from living with my parents to living with guardians. And my guardians were very much all about ceremony, celebration, family, family, family first, family first, and also honoring their ancestors, honoring your past of our loved ones. So I'm, I'm grateful that I guess they ingrained more into me than I realized. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And I think it's even like a nod to like family tradition yeah. and how a lot of times it is ceremony. It we is. just call it tradition. Exactly. You know, and how we take that with you. So even if you move cross country, how you continue you still that with do your it. family, right. you are connecting to your roots, right. you're connecting to your peeps right. in spirit, in the physical. Um, and it's a way to pass it on too. Um, That's a good point. Like, yeah. I know for tradition wise, like Christmas Eve is a big deal in our family. And we used to have parties every year in Georgia. And then it is evolved. Like we're smaller now, but we do like, we, we do the pajamas, we do the Christmas movie, we do the gift, like, and that's our tradition and it, it's sacred to us. And mm-hmm. I, I love that kind of celebration. What are some other, like you, 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 um, you like to do big feasts and meals and you set a lot of intention into what you I do. do. I do. Everything a has a meaning and every ancestors dinner. Yeah. And like all the food. Was First the time Alyssa and I got together was at her uh, ancestor yes. dinner. Oh, it was. Well, you you set a plate for all of those who have passed. You talk about what are some of the gifts that you've learned from yeah. your ancestors. And you had us write a letter like yeah. of gratitude and things. It was, it was a beautiful moment. And, but everything, everything that we ate, everything that we did had meaning behind mm-hmm. it and it had intention. And it was so like, it was just a loving, meaningful moment. You know, and it's you, important to do with community. Yeah. You know, I think that's the thing where we've missed is we've almost, we have, oh my God, we've gotten ugly after COVID. I feel like we've, community. a lot of us have turned into a lot of assholes. People roll off the tongue don't know how to go out that anymore. are rude. And I'm sorry, I'm talking about myself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's like, we we're nervous to hug each other. We're nervous to be around each other. We're, you know, I, and I'm curious what you guys think about how do you think we're going to shift back into where we were before COVID? Mm. That's a really curious one because I think that it's it's kind of has changed for everybody. Yes. The way that we socialize the way we kind of go out and yeah. about. Um, that's a difficult question because I feel like it's more of like time will tell. But yeah. I think it's I think also people are becoming a little bit more aware of it. And now yeah. that enough time has gone by, you know, people are getting back on track with normal day to day life and a little bit more comfortable with going back out there, taking the proper precautions, of course. Yeah. Um, and I think that we're now starting to kind of see the, oh, okay, I'm going about to my, my daily routines, yeah. but something's odd. Something's yeah. different. Like there's, it's, it doesn't have that same zhush. Mm-hmm. So I think that we're now starting to kind of backtrack a little bit and mm-hmm. try to see how do we, how do I pull back normalcy? How do I kind of start to reintegrate yeah. with pre everything? And I think that that's kind of that middle zone is yeah. that slowly we're starting to do so, but not everybody remembers mm-hmm. what it was like before, what it was like before. Yeah. 
you know, um, cause time was so funny. You know, if you ask me, you know, which year did something happen or did I do a certain <laughs> specific thing? It all blends together. So right. it can be really lost on you. Yeah. Um, so or that, you refer to, well, that was before COVID and now this happened after COVID. And it feels yeah, like, like 10 years. Time. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is that we're still in the pandemic. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think we, we, some people are like, oh, what pandemic and whatnot, but we're definitely kind of still going through mm-hmm. it. And for me working in a medical office, like it was traumatizing, mm-hmm. like it was traumatizing and it was a lot of energy, a lot of, uh, scary times. And, but I also see it with the kids mm-hmm. and like, you know, shifting to video classes and shifting to not having that socialization aspect of being around your peers. And I'm curious to see what's going to happen over the next couple of years with how people evolve mm-hmm. and grow and shift into kind of a community mentality. But you know, what's really interesting though, yeah. to your point though, especially about the younger generation is that, you know, I even found that, you know, when COVID was happening, um, the younger generation got really frustrated with not being able to have graduation in person. Exactly. Um, and so I remember like in the town that I'm from, we would do, they kind of all got together and did it in their parking lot. That's awesome. You know, and because they wanted to have that experience, even though it wasn't technically an official ceremony of any sort. Um, so they know the importance of it. They know the importance of walking past that threshold of yeah. graduation in this example. Like drive by graduation, yes. drive by. Like I remember for Brayton, you know, because he was in fifth grade and he had like the teacher came to the house and like we did like a, a distant celebration and it was so cool yeah it was cool remember his music teacher yes his music teacher actually called and wished my happy birthday sung a song yes left a voicemail yes oh that's really cool sixth grade i'm sorry sixth grade i apologize but i mean but it was a lot of like you know and and i will say because we live in a small town i'm grateful for the fact that they really tried to really keep the kids hearts spirits uh mood elevated Mm -hmm. so and i I am grateful for that and when they were able to come back he chose my yes he wanted to stay as a remote student this Mm -hmm. is my son everyone brayton chiming in (laughs) guest host today (laughs) guest host what up i do think we need to heal i think that where you didn't get closure or you didn't get celebration you need to create it in the best form that you can a lot of people had deaths that didn't get to have funerals. Funerals are a way of closure. They are a yeah. way of ceremony and saying goodbye, you know, for you yeah. and for the spirit. Yeah. So I think it's important, you know, get together, have a remembrance, have a little bit of a celebration. It doesn't matter how long it was, if it yeah. was a start or right before, yeah. but having, having those yeah. moments. Do you feel like almost like their mourning was put on pause? Like that people haven't really mourned the loss of someone and by not having a ceremony? To, right. Yeah. Because we don't look at a funeral as a ceremony. You know, a funeral is almost the same vibration as a wedding. It's just where you're going and who's yeah. coming together. Well, you said before it's homecoming. Same it with is. you. It mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. It's welcome home. Um, so I think that it was just skipped over. Like, oh, you didn't get to do that. Oh, well, well that was just during that time. No, it's well, not. How many people had Zoom f- funerals? I did. Good Lord. Zoom funerals, Zoom graduations. Zoom, Zoom everything. Births. It's You don't get to have that closure with other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched my grandmother's funeral on television. Oh, that's so sad. It was awful. 
And then it's like, how do you communicate with each other? Like, oh, remember this time? Remember this? Right, remember you that? Heal together. You grieve together. You have joy together. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a good point too, is um, healing our, the memory of what ceremony is about too. Yes, of course, it's a, it's, there's a spiritual aspect to it, but the point of ceremony is a coming together also of community yes. of the people here in the now mm-hmm. of how do we come together, maintain connection and how mm-hmm. do we share tradition? How do we share an emotional moment yeah. or a celebratory moment? Yeah. I think it's even about like when people didn't have the opportunity to celebrate the wins too, yeah. promotions, buying new oh, houses, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, big, learning like, a new hobby, new hobby and not having the chance to share that in person with other yeah. people. I think that we've also now kind of forgotten, even though a lot of people have kind of went on with their lives and we're mm-hmm. trying to kind of find that stasis again. I think that not a lot of us are used to giving ourselves these ceremonial uh, pieces yeah. of being able to celebrate those small wins yeah. and birthdays yeah you know cards or the little things that people used to do to celebrate their day yeah that's yeah. true yeah it's almost like we minimize and it, if it's not big enough to us quote unquote we don't monumentalize it we don't celebrate it yeah. you know but like you guys are all saying like we should you know every day should have a ceremony mm-hmm. and every day should be a, a celebration, a ceremony. I'm so grateful that I'm alive. And like you said, a, a feast, like every meal should be a feast. Like we've talked about before about blessing your food, like having mm-hmm. that moment of ceremony and connecting in with others. It's, it's so important. It's, it's a valuable skill. It's almost, we've forgotten how to socialize. We've forgotten how to be comfortable on our skin and it, I am curious to see what's going to happen over the next couple of years and how people really come back out of that hermit state and that fear state and into joy, happiness, you know, community and connection, connection and mm-hmm. connection. And ceremony important. can be simple. It oh, yeah. Simple lighting the candle, lighting a candle. Yeah. You know, or when I say every meal is a feast, if you're eating just trail mix, that's still a feast. You get to enjoy hey, it. Hey, trail mix is the bomb.com. Listen, exactly, because that even speaks to, you know, accessibility and like right. all of the different income levels. It doesn't have to be a huge cooked feast. It no. could be a packet of saltines, right. you know, whatever. It could be access. a cheeseburger from McDonald's. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, I really could go for a quesadilla from Taco Bell. Oh. <laughs> And I think it's even nice too, especially when, if for a lot of people, when I talk to clients as well about ceremony and how do I come up with my yeah. own version or how do I connect with it? Um, people who don't necessarily come from deep roots or yeah. don't necessarily, because I think a lot of people feel like it has to be culturally informed or it has Ooh, to be a religious good thing first. Good point. When really ceremony can be created from the ground up right yeah. now in this brand new generation. Absolutely. Um, even just to go to talk about my own personal ceremonies of day to day, I'm a very busy person and I don't always give myself that time. So I find ways to bring the sacred into the mundane. I like that. For example, I love to wear cologne or I love to wear perfume. So I will put it in a special bottle and I'll put crystals in it or I'll mix it with sacred oil so that when I'm wearing it, I'm anointing. Yes. You know, or I will bless, you know, certain items that I carry Mm -hmm. with me, stones, my jewelry, I keep in a very sacred space Aww. and it really is kind of like um, a ceremonial moment yeah. when I choose to walk with that energy yeah. for the day. So it's finding what works for you and feeling what is calling to you. I say for people who are trying to find ceremony or looking to see what that yeah. is, ask yourself what you feel is valued. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's sacred? What yeah. do you want to spend a little extra time acknowledging yeah. how special what puts you in a moment of just pure awe pure reverence for something Mm -hmm. that's ceremony maybe Mm -hmm. it's watching your cup of coffee and having the five minutes of mindfulness while your coffee brews yeah 
I mean, like I, I know for me, like I, I put a crystal underneath my pillow every night and it's for me, I think it's selecting what crystal I'm going to commune with in the nighttime. Mm-hmm. You know, right now it's a very nice amethyst. I love her. Oh, I love it. <laughs> And then even for like the grander ceremonies too, yes. like I have my own special practices when I'm at home, you yeah. know, cause it's not, you know, of course I will meditate or I'll do channeling yeah. and that's on any given day. But if I have ceremony where I'm looking to honor a loved one or a certain yeah. spirit, deity, whatever, yeah. then I set up ceremony and sacred space to isolate to that one specific mm-hmm energy. I like you know? that. And then it's a very personal for everyone. Yeah. So whether that be candles, mm-hmm. whether that you want to work in circle, yeah. um, whatever that might be, you create that to have a format that matches what you feel is authentic. I like that. Journaling, yeah. whatever yeah. calls yeah. to you, whatever you want to work with, mm-hmm. setting the, you know, your sacred space, activating the space, you know, mm-hmm. setting it up for when people come in your house and they feel this energy of peace. And I, I like that. Anything and just bringing back community. Yeah. yeah. And whatever form that looks like, even if it's just four people for right now to yeah. start mm-hmm. to reconnect mm-hmm. and to bring back joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to add, Melissa, for how to maybe bring a little bit more ceremony into your life on a day to day basis? Be aware and choose to do it and realize that ceremony is everywhere and it's in everything. Everywhere and everything. Melissa's all about the science, guys. I am always. Yes. I love it. No, I think it's perfect. Jake, anything you would like to say about maybe bringing a little bit more ceremony in your day-to-day life? It starts with intention. Anything that you do, it starts with intention. I am a witchy fella at heart. So, of course, I use kitchen witchcraft as well. So, even as far as, you know, putting the sugar or the honey in your tea or coffee in the morning, I'm adding sweetness to my drink and I'm adding sweetness into what I ingest. I love that. Things like that. And even as easy as when you're at work as well. Let's say you're just preparing your lunch too. Yeah. You know, you can work with intention as you're preparing this. You're kind of um, organizing your thoughts, organizing your energy. You know, planning your day. Yes. You plan your day and you can just walk with intention, whatever that, that might be for you. And I will say that's probably something that I do a lot myself too, is that energy is intention. I do a lot of energetic practices in setting up the energy and how I want to feel, how I want others to feel, how I want the space to be and always trying to be lover above. Mm-hmm. That's my goal. In that. Well, I just want to say thank you guys so much for this amazing podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you found the episode to be enlightening and insightful. Our goal is to create content that not only entertains, but also helps you grow spiritually and connect with your inner self. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, we would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to like, subscribe, and write a review. Your feedback is incredibly valuable to us and helps us to improve the quality of our content and to reach a wider audience. We believe that by sharing knowledge and insights about spirituality, we can help inspire positive change and personal growth. So if you found our podcast to be meaningful and informative, we encourage you to share it with your friends and family. Thank you once again for your support and for joining us on this journey of self-discovery and spiritual growth. We look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the future.